Hi, my name is Craig Jones, and I want to thank you for tuning into this podcast today. This is actually our inaugural podcast. Over the years, we've reached out to people through Facebook and YouTube, and you can still find us there. But God has called us to reach a broader audience, so this is our new format, and you'll be able to find us on every podcast service. And I'm so excited about going on this journey with you. I'm excited to be alive in this time, in this season, because I believe that God is doing something great. And what's really amazing is God wants to do something great with you and I. So I'm excited about going through this journey of faith with you. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to guarantee success in our life. Not just this year, but how to experience God's success in every area of your life, every day for the rest of your life. And it's going to come through the discovering the biblical principle of first. The biblical principle of first. When you understand this principle, it unlocks your life. It transforms the way you live life. And today we're going to discuss that and really, really learn how to operate in that place. We're going to dive deeper and really answer that question, how in the world can God really guarantee success in my life and what I do? Doesn't that sound like a pipe dream? It just sounds too easy. Some people get turned off to Christianity because they say, you know what, I tried it, but it was tough. You know what? Serving God is not tough. It's impossible without Him. It's impossible. That's the truth. But when you understand how to lean upon the Lord, it's amazing what it does in your life. God never says the Christian life is going to be easy. In fact, He guarantees persecution. But the truth is, if we hold on to His hand, He promises He will lead us to victory, to an expected end. And today we're going to understand that. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let's grow together. I'm excited about what God has for you today. Again, my name is Craig Jones. I'm the lead pastor of Abiding Church in Woodstock, Georgia. Me and my wife, Jana, we started this church years ago. And it's amazing to see what God is doing in our, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our family of faith. God has called us to teach people to walk in the fullness of what they're called to do and release people into calling. And I'm excited to be on this journey with you. I'm excited about what God has in store for your life. And I'm excited about you learning this biblical principle of the first. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, and everything you do, put God first, and He will direct you and crown your efforts with success. He says, in everything you do, put God first. This is a biblical principle. The principle of first, it's a principle that affects every other aspect of our life. And what it tells us is that when we put God first, that God puts our life into order. We need our life in divine order. When our life is in the divine order of the kingdom, it doesn't mean there's going to be an absence of problems. But it is guaranteeing that if you follow God, that He's going to see you through every circumstance you encounter. So He says, in everything you do, put God first. When we put God first, our life is in order. What is order? We make it so difficult because we're looking for, what are the 15 steps that I need to take? What are the top priorities, priorities of our life? We're at the first of the year. A lot of people are reading a lot of self-help books, trying to fulfill their New Year's resolutions. You don't need a New Year's resolution. You need a New Year's revolution. You need a revolution where the newness of life, who you are in Christ, overtakes that old way of thinking and pushes it out of the equation. That happens because we choose to put God first. When we put God first, it puts our life in order. It's amazing because we want, to, sometimes it, it, we think, well, I failed in the process. So 
It must be because it's a harder thing. And, I, and I've got to discover that, that hidden key. No, no, no. Most people fail in the Christian journey, not because it's more complicated, but it's more simple than they thought. They've missed the power of the gospel. The power of the gospel is found in its simplicity, not in some deep hidden revelation that you've got to know Greek to understand. I love the Greek. I love studying out words and understanding what it means in the original writing. But that's, listen, the power of the gospel is simply understanding what God is speaking to you and I. And we tend to over, overcomplicate it. Listen, what, how do we find the right priorities in our life? It's very simple. Just put God first. When Jesus was teaching, he said, listen, I can sum up all of, all of the law and all of the prophets in two phrases. Love God and love people. They sound so simple, but it's truth. And when he teaches this truth, he is filtering it through the biblical principle of first. Because the first thing he says is, love God, then love people. The truth is, you can't even really love people until you love God first. Until you fall deeply in love with God and allow God's love to pour into your life. You're not going to be able to love people because God's love for you is your source of love for everything else in your life. If you're struggling in relationships right now, you know what you need to do? You need to fall deeper in love with Jesus. If you're struggling in your finances right now, you know what you need to do? You need to put God first and fall deeper in love with Jesus. Here's what he says. He says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. He didn't say, Seek me first, and then I'll tell you what to seek afterwards. He said, Just seek me first, and I will add those things unto you. Where you're looking for the steps, what is it I need to do? He's saying all you need to do is focus on seeking me. In everything you do, put me first. In every aspect of your life, make God first. Make Him the priority of your life. And when you do, things get in order. He puts the rest of your life in order. If you're dealing with a health issue, put God first. Here we are at the first of the year. Now listen, I know I, we already know if you need healing, you got to put God first. But what about when you need health, you got to put God first. A lot of us think, well, when I need health, I've got to put these seven health, self-help health books first and read about every new fad diet. That's how I'm going to get healthy. No, you get healthy by putting God first because when you fall deeper in love with God, God is able to place a deep abiding understanding in your heart that this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you need to take care of this body because God has called you to live in this body to fulfill your purpose. It will cause you to live in the grace of God according in, in the area of your health, according to His power instead of your own strength. You can't get healthy on your own. If you do, you're going to wear out. But when you put God first, there are so many things that you've tried. He says, put me first and I will crown your efforts with success. There are so many things that we are trying, but they're not working because God is not first. Our life is not in proper alignment. Our life is not in order. But he says, let me tell you something. When you put me first, when you desire me above all things, he says, I will direct you. See, when everything is in order, God is able to lead you. See, God wants to lead you through everything you're ever going to encounter. I've gone through things in my life. I know you've gone through things in your life. And I've gone through things in my own strength. I've gone through things alone, and they're tough. But I've also experienced going through things, holding on to God's hand. See, when God is not first in your life, your life is not in order. 
And when your life is not in order, God cannot lead you. And God wants to lead you. God wants to give you direction. He wants to lead you and guide you in life. And trust me, if you've never experienced it before, you want God to lead you. You want God to to guide you. Because God leads you into good things. God leads you into growth. God leads you into fruitfulness. We lead ourselves into barrenness and disappointment because we follow our own leading instead of putting God first. He says, listen, when you put me first, when I am the priority of your life, I will direct you. I want the direction of God. I don't want my own plans. We've been talking about this in our church. I want the vision of God. I don't want my own goals. I don't want my own plans. I want the vision of God. That only comes from Him. A lot of us are living by goals. Goals are contagious. Goals are human. When you're, flow, uh, when you're, when you're, when you're go, scrolling through Facebook and you see somebody else's life, what happens is you see their experiences, where they're eating, what they're wearing, what they look like, and their life and their goals become your goals because goals are contagious. They are caught in a cultural atmosphere. God doesn't want you living by goals because when you're living by goals, it's, it's according to your strength. God wants you to live by His vision on the inside of you. See, there's a difference between having a goal and having vision. When you have vision, listen to this here, when you have vision, vision comes with not only the direction, but also comes with the motivation to follow through with it. If it's your own goals, when you wear out and you get tired, you quit. But when you have vision, you've got a deep abiding sense of the motivation of God on the inside of you, and it'll cause you to not give up. That's why we need God to be our direction. We need God to be our leader. We need God to be our guide, not our own plans, our own pursuits. We make a mistake in our life when we try to chart out our own life. No, we need God to lead us and guide us. God will lead you to better places than you will lead yourself. God will be better to you than you have been to yourself if you'll trust him in that way. So he says, in everything you do, put me first and I will direct you. And then I love this. He says, and I will crown your efforts with success. I will crown your efforts with success. Now, when he says, I will crown your efforts, he's not saying, I will I will crown every fleshly desire you want because if God gave us everything we wanted, we would be in an absolute mess. No, God is better than that. Years ago, when we were getting ready to launch the church. I was praying, Lord, what do you want our church to be called? What is the name of our church going to be? And I'll never forget being in a worship service and God spoke to me and said, I have called you to be an abiding people. So now we are abiding church, A-B-I-D-I-N-G, abiding church. I got home and I was praying over that and the scripture that kept coming up was John 15, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. This is like the foundational scripture for our congregation. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. The second two phrases in that scripture almost sound like God is writing us a blank check. Because what he says is, ask whatever you will, whatever you want to, ask for it and I'll do it for you. Now God can give us that blank check because to get to pass the, the second two phrases of that passage we have to travel through the first two phrases of that passage, which is, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. To abide in God means to be in Him. When you get born again, if you're a born again believer, 
you are in Christ. You may not know what it means to live in Christ. You need a revelation of that. Read the scriptures in the New Testament. There are so many scriptures that talk about in Christ, in Him. And when you read those scriptures, it describes to you what it means to live in Him. Until you get that revelation of what it means to live in Him, you're not going to experience the fullness of it. But because you're born again, you are now in Christ. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He says, John 15, 7, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. My words abide in you. The word, the truth of God. My words abide in you. It doesn't say, if you abide in me, and my word has gone in your ear and out the other. It doesn't say, if you've ever heard the word. It doesn't say, if you've read your Bible. He says, if my words abide, that means remain in you. It's the place that you come to, that that you that the word of God becomes the foundation of the way you think and the way you view everything in life. His words are that deep abiding truth by which we make every decision in our life. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, at that moment you can ask whatever you will. How? How can you ask whatever you will? How can God with confidence say, you can ask whatever you want to and I'll do it? He can do it because the prerequisite is your heart has been transformed by His Word. Now whatever you ask is different because now you have His desires on the inside of you. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. And the Lord showed me what that scripture really means years ago. It's not talking about a Coke machine God. What's a Coke machine God? A Coke machine God is put the right amount of money in, push the right buttons, and you can get whatever you want to out of God. A lot of people are trying to live for God out of formula, and they're trying to push God's buttons. It doesn't work. If you delight in me, I will give you the desires of your heart. He's not saying, I will give you whatever you want. He's saying, I will give you the very desires of your heart. I will place new desires on the inside of you. And that's how God leads us. He wants to lead us through His desires. See, I have a son who's 12 years old now. And when my son needs help, he comes to me because I'm his father. If he needs help, I'm, I'm, he's, he's cleaning his room or he's trying to put something back together. He's having trouble. He says, Dad, can you help me? And I love coming and partnering with him and getting down beside him and helping him put whatever it is back together. That's beautiful. I love that. I enjoy that because I'm teaching him. Now, when my son gets into his 20s, 30s, and 40s, I want him to call me. And I want him to want to spend time with me. I want him to reach out to me. But I don't want my son to call me and say, Hey, Dad, I'm trying to start the lawnmower. Can you come over and start the lawnmower for me? I want my son to grow up and learn how to make decisions and how to follow his own leading and how, and how to follow uh, 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 the direction that he knows in his heart. And that's what God wants for us. God wants us to grow up into a place of maturity. A lot of us, we just want God to give us the next step. Just give me the next, give me the next thing to do. But God doesn't just give you the next thing to do. What God does is he places vision within you for the future. And then he says, walk with me and I'm going to lead you into that place. That's the truth. God places His desires on the inside of us because He wants us to live in that place. God wants our will to become His will. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. See, when God directs us, He directs us through those deep abiding desires within us. 
And when we are driven by His desires, He can guarantee His success because we are following His direction. How can God guarantee success in our life? It's very simple. Because God expects us to follow His plan for our life. And then the scripture goes on, and I love this next portion of it. He says, "He says, I will direct you and I will crown your efforts with success. Now we're getting to the great payoff. Your efforts with success. What have you been trying to do? Where have your efforts been? What have you been trying to do and you kept failing over and over again? What have you given up on in your life because you're like, it's just too hard and I can't do it no matter how many times I try it? I can't pass this test. I'm not going to get this job. I'm never going to be able to get this house. I'll never move to that next level. I'll never have real impact on the earth. Nothing is going to work out for me. He says, no, listen, seek after me and I will direct you. I'll make sure that whatever you're pursuing is my plan and I will crown your efforts with success. He said, he said, I will bless whatever you put your hand to. I love that term. I will crown your efforts. What he will do is he will give us divine royal outcomes to human effort. What we call that is the supernatural. That's when God puts his super on our natural. You've been failing at it, but see, God may tell you to do the exact same thing you've been failing to do over and over again. But he says this time, do it from the motivation that I'm first. Let me lead you to that point. Don't seek that. Seek after me. Desire me. Long for me. And when I lead you to that thing and you do it this time, every other time you fail because it was human effort, this time I'm going to put my divine on your human effort. I'm going to bring you into a divine supernatural outcome because you have chosen to follow a divine supernatural desire. That is powerful. How can God guarantee success? It's His plan. So I would encourage you, don't let this be another year of failed effort. And you only fail by pursuing your own dream instead of pursuing God. That's the truth. So what we have to do is we have to put God first. This is the principle of first. Chase after God. Pursue God. Make Him your goal. And He he puts everything else in order. He puts everything else right in your life. You know, we're doing this this year together as a church by starting the year off with prayer and fasting. Not just fasting, but prayer and fasting. We are pressing into God. We're saying, I'm not going to, we're, we're putting our flesh under. We're not listening to our, own, our old desires. We're not following the, the unrenewed mind. Instead, we are pushing everything else aside and saying, God, all I want is you. I'm just going to pursue you. For my family, not only are we fasting food, but we're also at the beginning of this year, we start every year off with a media fast. For 21 days, all we do is listen to the word together as a family. And I tell you what, it is transformational in our household. And because we put God first, we begin to desire God above all else. And when we put Him first, it changes the rest of our desires. It puts our life in order. So I would invite you to join us in this process. Choose to desire God and choose to follow after Him. Let Him lead you and guide you and He will take you to the success He has planned for you. I want to pray for you right now. You may be out there right now and you're saying, you know what, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm going through some things and I've been struggling and I've wanted to give up. I haven't just wanted to give up on this journey. I've wanted to give up on God altogether. I want to declare God's purpose and God's plan over your life. I declare right now the direction of God over your life. I thank you, Lord, for every person listening right now. 
every person watching right now, that you receive the direction of God. You're not following your own plan. You're following the plan of God for your life. And I declare because you follow God's plan, because you put Him first, that He's going to bring into your life prosperity, that He's going to bring into your life provision. I declare health and healing in your life this year. You may have struggled for years, and you may have been believing for years and not walking in it, but I declare right now in your life the provision and the healing of God in your life. I declare divine success over your life in Jesus' name. I declare right now, right now that there are those who are listening that you've lost hope and you've given up on dreams, but the Holy Spirit is breathing fresh new life over those dreams and they're coming alive again. And you're once again going to pursue that thing that God has called you to do, but it's going to come from the motivation of your heart from the right place. I declare restored hope and lives transformed and changed right now in Jesus' name. I just thank you for it right now. I'm excited for what God's doing. I'm excited for you to receive it. It's yours. God has a great plan for your life this year. Just choose to put God first and pursue Him. And let's see everything else fall into alignment in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us. I pray that you are blessed, encouraged, and given hope to grow into all that God has for you. If you enjoyed today's broadcast, please like, subscribe, and share it with your family and friends. And don't forget to join us for our next podcast. And remember, no matter what things look like with God, all things are possible.